Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, all right. Welcome to another show, another week of Doug and Renee. Married Life. Married Life. Married Life. This is us. Married Life. This is us. Married Life. I got nothing else. Okay. Married life. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Welcome, welcome to another week. This is the week of May 22nd when we're recording this. Yes, the third installment, or is this the fourth? This is the fourth. Oh my gosh, it's five weeks in May. Yeah, this is the fourth installment. Fourth installment. Of? Of... On purpose. On purpose. In Doing. purpose. In with purpose. purpose. For purpose. Huh? Purpose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you're throwing me off. You're like, in purpose? For purpose? On purpose. On purpose. We are still talking about uh, doing things on purpose, um, being intentional in what you're doing and what you're saying, your, your, well, not necessarily your thoughts. Can your thoughts be intentional? Yes. On purpose? Yes. Okay. We talk, You're dwelling on them. Dwelling we, on them. We talked about that in Philippians, think on things that are oh, yes. lovely, pure, honest, just, and of a good report. Yeah. See, that's why I married you, because you bring things back to my remembrance, as the church folk would say. On purpose. On purpose. <laughs> so if you don't mind, we are going to jump right in. And if you do mind, we still going to jump right jump in. Jump right in. We're going to pick up on where we left off last week. And we want to talk about, we want to go to 1 Peter 2 and 9. Okay. Okay. I, um, I, I didn't want to steal what you was going to say. You don't know what you're going to say? Um, okay. 1 Peter 2 and 9 in the King James Version. But ye are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And the reason why I paused when Doug said you want to read it is because I jotted this scripture down when we first started this topic. Mm-hmm. And the thought process behind this scripture and using it in the context of on purpose is to pretty much pose this question. Are you showing off the praises of God in your marriage or in your singleness or are you just showing off? Mm. Selah. Mm. I got a lot to say to that. So that thought process is being purposeful, whether you're single or married, in who you serve, because oftentimes people will say that they are Christian Uh and they (laughs) do not show forth the praises of God in their life, in their thought. In their, people can't see their thoughts, but in their, what they say and in what they do. So I think it's important when we're talking about being purposeful or being intentional, 
that you, if you say you are a Christian, if you have confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you need to be very intentional about what you do and what you say and intentional about what you don't say and what you don't do. Because, of course, thoughts are going to come to your mind. Mm -hmm. We can't stop thoughts from coming, but we can stop them from staying. We can't stop thoughts from coming, but we can stop them from coming out of our mouth. Um, and we can stop from dwelling on the thoughts. And exactly. Because, we don't have to dwell on it. Exactly. Because if we dwell on it, then um, those become actions. Mm-hmm. When you see somebody doing something, it happened in their mind before they actually acted it out. So you want to make sure that you're showing forth the praises of God. Is your marriage a reflection of giving God glory and giving God honor and giving God praise? And what you say to your spouse is that showing forth the praises of God and what you know how you and your spouse engage and interact is that showing forth the praises of God. And that was that was the thought process behind that scripture. I'm I'm curious because you said you have a lot. Oh yeah, I got a lot. I got a lot. Let let her let her I got rip, a lot. let her rip. I want I want to start with the thoughts first because okay. this is how it was explained to me. Um, you well us. You may not remember this. This, this was years ago um, about thoughts. Say it was explained as if your thoughts. Let's just say UPS or FedEx. They deliver something a package to your house. Okay, but it's the wrong address. You don't sign for it. You don't accept it. And so they'll take it back or they'll take it to wherever it's supposed to be. Right. And I don't know what pastor, where we were at when the person explained it to us, but it was like, if a thought comes to you, you don't have to accept it. You don't Mm -hmm. have to take it in. You don't have to, you know, sign for this thought. And then you start dwelling on it. And then you're going to start, you know, you'll speak it eventually at some point. So that's the way... I, I don't know who told us that or what service we were in, where we were at, but somebody said it that way, and I still remember it to this day. I don't know if you remember. I, I don't, but it, it sounds good to me. Okay. <laughs> so, so that was the first thing, and I'm going back um, in what you said. So the first thing was the thoughts it, that for those of us who um, – did not or have not heard that explanation. That was the best way I heard it. And so hopefully that you could take that. And so when those negative thoughts or when those thoughts come to you that don't necessarily line up with the word of God, you can just don't sign for it. Just don't accept it. And the first thing you said, which I wrote down, was people who say they're a Christian. And if you say you're a Christian, I'm and this is just Doug. This is just me. This is not, I'm not speaking for the both of us. I don't even know if this is in the Bible. I'm just leery of people who they have to tell me they're a Christian. Mm. I should see it in their lifestyle. I should see something about them that just says, okay, there's this, this person, there's something about this person that I like. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. You know, I, you shouldn't have to, and, and again, this is just me, Doug. I'm not speaking for you. I'm not talking for the Bible. I'm just saying, I'm just leery of people say, you know, I'm a Christian. Then there's usually a but that's going to come after that sentence. You know what scripture comes to mind? 
the fruit, bear, um, bearing fruit. Um, you know people by their fruit. Oh, okay. Um, I have to find where that scripture is, but that's the scripture that comes to mind when you say that. Okay. So there, there you go. So for those of you out there who have to tell people you're a Christian, uh, maybe your fruit is not showing. Your fruit is not showing. That is that proper English? But you know what I'm trying to say. People can't see your fruit. <laughs> if you have to tell people, consistently tell people, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, then they can't see your fruit for whatever reason. Your words does not line up. It's not lining up with your deeds or your actions. So or when both. we're or both. So when we're talking about on purpose, you have to be purposeful in your walk with Christ. And so let, you know, this little light of mine shine. You know, I'm not going to sing right now because I haven't had my hot tea, but this little light of mine. I th- <laughs> I- <laughs> I'm chuckling over here, but I'm letting you, I'm letting you go. Okay. So I was going to sing it, this little light of mine. I was, but I haven't had my tea. Anyway, I digress. So I found the scripture. Your your light should shine so that you shouldn't have to consistently tell people you're a Christian. Okay. No, go ahead. Matthew 7, 15 through 20. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. That's verse 16. Um, So we don't have to go all the way through. So verse 16 says, you will know them by their fruits. So you don't have to walk around saying I'm a Christian. Um, You don't have to have a T-shirt on that says I'm saved. Um, It should, it should, you should know the person based on their character. Yeah. So, so when you say you shouldn't have to walk around with a T-shirt that says I'm saved. And again, this is just me. I'm not speaking for you. The front of the T-shirt says I'm saved. Uh, what does the back say? <laughs> Leave me the F alone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lord, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I didn't say the word. Oh, my gosh. Saying, Do we need to edit this? No, we're not editing anything. This um, is our podcast. But people, no, I said that because... <laughs> People's actions, their words, do it doesn't necessarily line up with their actions. And sometimes you can have on that I'm saved t-shirt, but you won't let the person in front of you, you know, drive it. You oh, let- Lord. <laughs> <laughs> now, what salvation got to do with that? <laughs> I'm just saying, you say you're saved, but you won't let somebody in front oh, of you. Oh, Lord, the next time I don't let somebody over, I'm going to hear your voice in my head. I wasn't, I wasn't even talking about you. Uh, well, you stepped on my toes. I you know would, what they say. If you can't say amen, say, say ouch. 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 I'm just saying, people walk around with the T-shirts on, and hey, you're not the, most, you're not the nicest person. But anyway, I don't want to digress. We're talking about on purpose. I think that we're still on I okay. think we're still on point. Okay. We're on on purpose. We are on point. We're <laughs> yes. on point on purpose. So, again, for those of you who wear the T-shirts, God bless you. My wife wears her faith T-shirts, right? I do because I, I like it. Yeah. I just, I like it. I'm not trying to put a T-shirt on a different character. You are who you are. When I have a plain T-shirt, I'm still walking in faith and... Yes. You don't want, you don't, you don't, your, your behavior, your actions, your disposition isn't any different 
when you have on your faith T-shirts as to when you don't have them on. Exactly. I can vouch for that. My wife is the same. Yes. When she has on the shirt or when she doesn't have on the shirt. Yes. (laughs) What he said. (laughs) Don't know why you are emphasizing, but yes. I was just, uh, it's a podcast. They can't see me. But anyway, so we were just talking about that. And then, you know, are you showing off the praises of God in your marriage or in your singleness? Or are you just showing off? And so seriously, when it comes back to showing off, one of the things that, and I can only speak for me, and I know there's some people out there, please don't show off in front of your spouse. Please don't. I mean, I know there are some spouses that don't mind, and there are some that do. So just be mindful of your spouse. You know, if you want to go out there and do something that is showing off or showing them up, that's not necessarily a good thing. And I don't want to, you know, get off into a tangent on that, but just just be mindful of that. Okay, so just some scriptures we have that will help you out. And I'll go very slow. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to read all these scriptures, but these are scriptures that will help you as far as um, being purposeful, being on purpose, doing things on purpose and um, understanding that we are, especially when it comes to marriage. Your marriage is not about you. It's about Christ in the church. It's about showing God's glory in the earth. So you have to be mindful of that that everything that goes on in your marriage is not necessarily about you and your spouse. Mm-hmm. It is not. So we want to be mindful, be, understand that point. And so, Can I say something? That, sure. That's hard. When you're What's in, hard? When you're in the midst of something. So when you said that I was just thinking about some of the things that we've gone through in our marriage, realizing that... Um, it's not about us. That it's not about us, that it's about God, but but it it is affecting us. Mm-hmm. So how can I ask you a question? And maybe this you could pencil it and respond later. How do we give our listeners um maybe a, a, a tip or some help or some hope? In how to navigate when you're dealing with a rough patch in your marriage, but knowing it's not about you and it's not about your spouse. It's about Christ getting the glory, about God getting the glory. Um, how do we help somebody? I'm 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 hesitant because I'm just reflecting over a lot of the things we've gone through some serious struggles Mm -hmm. in our own marriage Mm -hmm. and you know God kept us going because of we kept going because of our faith in God Mm -hmm. but I don't think during the time we was going through it did we think this is this is about God getting the glory we couldn't see ahead of us because we were so involved in what we were dealing with Yes and no. I agree with you to a certain extent. Okay. So um, I'm, I'm going to answer your question a couple of ways. How to give something to our listeners a little. Earlier today, 
it was as if the heavens opened up and it just rained real hard, just poured. Mm -hmm. It was like buckets of water. Mm -hmm. Our our house, where we live, got wet. Neighbor's house got wet. Neighbor to the right, neighbor to the left, people across the street, people behind us. Everybody got wet. We're all in the same neighborhood. We all got wet. Or our houses got wet, I should say. Now, when it comes to marriage, and I think the enemy is real good at this, he will put an idea or thought in your head, you're the only one going through this. When that's not, that's the furthest thing from the truth. That's why it's important to be around other um, like-minded couples, because you'll realize when you're talking to other um, couples who believe what you believe, you're all going through something. It may not be the same thing, but every marriage goes through something. And so when you're with around other couples, you're thinking, okay, I'm the only one going with this. But it, when you start to share and open up, you realize, well, I'm going through A, so-and-so is going through B, so-and-so is going through C, but we're all going through something. Just like the rain. The rain came, every, every house got wet. So we're all going through something. And the enemy wants us to believe that we're the only ones going through anything. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. So point number one, you're not alone. There you go. I said all that for you to say you're not alone. <laughs> okay. No, I'm taking in all, all of what you're saying. So okay. I just wanted to put a point behind mm-hmm. it. You're not alone. So I don't want people, our couples out there, especially our newlyweds. Yeah, newlyweds, young couples. You know, it's been a couple of years and you're like, oh, we just going through this and going through that. But in order for God's glory to be revealed, then you have to go through something. Because if we didn't go through anything, some of us would never pray. And that's just, unfortunately, that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? So that that's the first part of it. The second part, and I'm, I'm trying to be sensitive. When, when Drew passed, I, I, that was the worst time of our lives. And I think I can speak for both of us. Worst yes. time when yes. our youngest son passed. But in order for me to reconcile that in my brain, in my heart, I had to say, God, you're going to get the glory out of this some kind of way. I don't know how. I don't know when. I, I don't know. But I know you're using this for your glory. And I, that's how I reconciled it in my head. So that's why I said I agree with you up until a point. Now, early on in our marriage and our Christian lives, when we, when, let me speak for me. When I wasn't as mature, I don't think there's any way I could have said that. Right. And And I think that's what I was reflecting back early on um, when we first gave our lives to the Mm -hmm. Lord. Well, before, after after that, because God wasn't in the equation as far as we were concerned when we first got married. Yep. I'm talking about when we both dedicated our lives to the Lord and was going through marital problems, mm-hmm. we still didn't think um, God has a, a greater, you know, plan for this. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And so I think a lot of people, I was just sitting here when you made that statement thinking, that's got to be hard when you're in the midst of something. Um, how do you find hope? Okay, this too shall pass. All of those scriptures are great. But I think you're, to your first point, um, knowing that you're not alone, mm-hmm. um, 
and other people who have gone before you and dealt with issues similar, and there are going to be people who come after you who are going through and what you you're going through. And you to them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just want to get the scriptures. Can I give a, one yeah, about sure. what we was just saying? Sure. Proverbs 19 and 21, just to kind of solidify what we were just saying. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. So just remember, sometimes we make plans, not sometimes, a lot of times we make plans, but God's plan prevail over them all. And so you have to always purposefully identify, even if you're in the midst of going through something, we always talk about prayer, just praying and asking God, okay, God, we having a tough time right now with whatever it is, finances, children, uh, uh, sex, infidelity, career, disagreement, communication, whatever. God, what is the purpose for this? What is it you trying to get me to learn out of this situation? How are you going to get the glory out of this? It's okay to ask God that. Now, he may not answer you right away. He may not answer you at all. He may not show you until 10 years down the road Mm -hmm. why you went through something in 2012. Um, You may not see it until 22 or what you're going through in 22, you may not see until 2030. I don't know. But it's okay to pray and ask God to show you. Ask him to give you a spirit of discernment um, and or revelation knowledge as to what this thing that is you're going through. Yeah. Okay. All righty. So if you got a pen and piece of paper, or you can always pause this um, to write these scriptures down. Uh, the first one is Exodus 9 and 16. Uh, the next one is Daniel one through one and eight, excuse me. And the next one would be Second Corinthians nine, six and seven, and Galatians six and seven. So, and all of these scriptures are talking about purpose. Purpose, yes, doing mm-hmm. things on purpose, being purposeful in what you're doing. Yes. And so um, we just wanted to give you some scriptures that would help you in in what you're going through. A um, couple of couple more would be uh, Genesis eight and twenty two. Um, I, I want to read that one. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat. Winter, summer, day and night shall not cease. You know, purpose in your heart that you're going back to school. I'm going to lose weight, going to gain weight, going to pay this bill down, going to get out of debt. Going to communicate better with my spouse. Yes. Communicate better with my spouse. And so you sow a seed, you reap the harvest. And you have to believe God's word on purpose. You have to be intentional in believing God's word. It doesn't have doesn't come by happenstance, as they say, or mistake or um, coincidence or none of those things. You have to spend time with God and believing his word. Say, I choose to believe 
the report of the Lord. I don't even know if that's in the Bible. I know it's a song. But (laughs) (laughs) uh, you just have to be, you know, undeterred from the left or the right that you're going to believe what God said. And you just, I'm just going to believe God. And sometimes if you don't have education, if you don't have the finances, if you don't have whatever it is you, you know, believe in God for, you know, you don't have any choice like, well, I don't have any choice but to believe God. But sometimes if you do have the education, you know, you got your degrees and, you know, you got the finances, you have money in the bank because the Bible says money answer false things. But there's some things, some problems you're going to have in your marriage that money can't solve. So you have to be purposeful, intentional and even singleness. Um, money can get you access to you know, some of the best doctors, some of the best hospitals, but money can't get you healed, you know. So you have to be intentional in what you're doing. And I don't want to leave the single people out and just make sure that you put God first and you have to be purposeful in your pursuit of God. That does not happen by happenstance, you know, whether it's getting up early in the morning to spend time in God's word, whatever, however you do it, you know, whatever works for you and the Lord, that's between you and the Lord. But I do know you have to be intentional in what you're doing. You have yes. to be purposeful. Yes, because the Bible talks about uh, seek God while he may be found. Mm-hmm. So that means you have to intentionally seek him. Seek is an action word. Um, when you was talking um, a few minutes ago, just to be transparent since this is Doug and Renee married life married life you know we like to keep it real we like to keep it raw we like to uh, be transparent I have no idea what you're about to say and you and I was having a conversation recently and just because we're doing this podcast doesn't mean we don't have our share of uh, of challenges in our marriage Uh, yes in intense moments of fellowship yeah And I think um, even recently, we've found ourselves having to um, be purposeful about how we talk to one another, how we respond to one another, how we engage with one another. And uh, in that conversation, you know, you said, I don't want us to be guilty of being hypocrites Mm -hmm. uh, in our podcast And that takes intentionality. Um, Did I say that word right? Um, That takes being purposeful. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And, you know, so a lot of times this stuff that we're sharing with you all doesn't mean we don't struggle with as well. But God constantly reminds us that, you know, okay, he'll throw those same comments that we share with you on the podcast back at us that says, okay, y'all have to communicate better. Get it right. Um, yeah, figure exactly. It out. And, and when we're getting it right and figuring it out, we have to be purposeful. Yep. And it's not always a fun time getting it right or figuring it out. Cause there's some, uh, concessions that have to be made. Apologies that have to be said, apologies that have to be accepted, and you have to be purposeful in forgiving and forgetting. 
and changing. Yes. So you don't repeat mm-hmm. the same offenses yeah. <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, the same thing that got you into that predicament. You don't want to, you know, repeat that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And being married almost 35 years. 35 years. We are um, still changing, but in some ways we're set in our ways. So changing becomes a challenge and we have to be even more purposeful because we are set in our ways Hmm. in certain areas. So change can be a challenge. That might be a podcast yeah. all within itself. Yeah, Change exactly. is a challenge. Yes, because <laughs> um, we're changing, and but with some in some ways we're we're setting our ways. Exactly. Some areas, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And in the areas where we're setting our ways, we have to be even more intentional not to do certain things just in the the. Um, the arena in, in, the, in the spirit of selflessness. Oh, man. We could talk about that. That could be a podcast right there. The spirit of selflessness. Oh, we got two podcast topics Three. coming up. Three? Yeah, because you're changing, but yet you're still setting your ways. Mm-hmm. So that's like, as Bishop Jakes would say, the dichotomies of life. The dichotomies <laughs> of marriage. The dichotomies <laughs> of life. Yes. The vicissitudes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all have a purposeful week thank you for listening to our podcast tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us we hope something that we said encouraged you strengthened and blessed you you can follow us on instagram at doug and renee again our instagram page is doug and renee also feel free to send us a dm so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.